Hello, and welcome to Arcanum Obscura. I'm Nate. I'm Chris. And, yeah. How you doing, Chris? Um, usual. Yeah. You gotta get better at, like, answering. And just, get, like, make something up. I had a lovely week. Well, I didn't mean you have to... <laughs> Bullshit. I didn't mean you have to say, like... <laughs> you don't have to lie about shit, just... You could say you're not doing great, but also been like, and today, my cat died. No, because that happened, like, not too long back, remember? Oh, that's a while ago. Like, the first thing in the morning, I got up and found my cat, one of my cats dead. That was a, that was over a year ago. I know, but it sucked still. Um, that's fair. It's not great. Look at my dead cat. <laughs> Artemis is about to be dead. Keep Artemis that is not about to be dead. Keep that fucking attitude up. He will be. Artemis. She, she will be. She will kill you. Um, probably. She is the goddess of the hunt. <laughs> goddess of the hunt and fertility so she might do stuff after she oh. kills you <laughs> I don't I think like it's that. fertility though I forget what she was the goddess of I know the hunt <laughs> maybe the harvest I don't remember goddess of the hunt and fertility I don't know is that what it is I don't know I, do. you have I could look it up I could I have no room for a laptop and I kind of like these new settings because I can kind of relax a bit I'll be right Eating the mic. Mm-hmm. Goddess. It brought me Artemis program. What is that? The Artemis program is a robotic and human moon exploration program led by the United States uh, National Aeronautics and Space Administration, ah. along with four partner agencies. This was 2017. Artemis was the goddess of... <laughs> I'm going to say it's not fertility. It is quite the opposite. Infertility? Chastity. Ah. Hunting in the moon. Okay, well, you're safe then. She'll just kill you. <laughs> and then send you to the moon. Okay. Keep that in mind. <laughs> Anyways. Any fun stuff happened lately, Chris? Uh, I got to work in a lightning storm. You're not supposed to work in a lightning storm. You're supposed to stop. Tell my boss that. Uh, just stop, and then when she says anything. Oh, I did. It was just like, like, uh, this was what day was it? Tuesday? Florida's getting hit by hurricanes right now, so it's fun. Is it a hurricane? No, it's a tropical depression. Yeah, Yeah, but it's been like all fucking week. Mm. Uh, But I think it was Tuesday was the big lightning one. Yeah, something like that. And like, I'm driving to work, and I just see fucking like lightning everywhere yesterday. But, uh, it was like, Horrible rain, and then when we were working, there was no rain. And then after lunch, just like instantly downpour and lightning everywhere. And I'm like, "Fuck this!" <laughs> Turned off my blades, put the wings up, I started driving in. I'm like, "I don't give a shit what she says. She says she, I'll say, okay, call HR and tell them I won't work on a big chunk of metal in a lightning storm." Yeah, go for it. See what happens in an open cab. Yes, we are not allowed to have closed cabs. Yes, because it will cost exactly two more thousand dollars. Ah. And if we did that, she'd have to fire somebody. Yeah. That's one of her big threats. Why are you walking away, Chris? Chris is leaving. It's I'm just done. me now. I quit. I'm moving my chair and I got a chair leg up my ass. There we go. That's I an arm. It. It's I got, not a leg. I gotta take that arm off so I can actually get in and out of the chair. So <laughs> we get a different table. We should get swivel chairs. All I wanna get a bigger table so I can have my laptop and no, 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 no. And then, like, 
swivel chairs. The the chairs I have for the computers. Mm-hmm. But we all broke his hail. That's not gonna happen. Yeah, you still need to get a cable. <laughs> this one works just fine. Uh, unless you jingled it. Then it makes a weird buzzing noise. And your own headphones. So we can unborrow those ones. Uh yeah. I currently have do you know how much money I make every two weeks? As a seasonal? Probably not much. As a seasonal working part time. Part time. <laughs> not much at all. I can pay my car, my insurance, my phone bill, and have enough for gas and food, and that's about it. That's about it. Make your parents buy your food. <laughs> no. <laughs> My dad doesn't make much more money than I do. He he works more than I do, though. Yeah. Should make my brother do it. That's the real one. Is he the, he's the, the breadwinner? The bread. <laughs> I mean, he doesn't make more money than me. He doesn't? I mean, he makes more money than me, but he doesn't make hourly more that much more than me. Ah. Mm-hmm. So he just makes more because he works more hours. Yes. Yep. One day you'll catch up to me and be rich. <laughs> be lavish. Just <laughs> look at this. You got four chairs, a table, a soundboard, and a we, laptop. We have 20 people in my house and only two chairs. <laughs> we got six cats, but only two chairs. <laughs> Why the fuck are we taking in so many more cats? That's survival. It's breakfast. That's what I'm saying. It's survival. Yeah. You know, if you ever run out of money. Mm-hmm. Plumping up those cats. I'd go for dogs, though. We have two. There you go. Yeah. Cats take less room. They do. Dogs have more meat on them, though. They do. So. Get a horse. Fuck no. Get a cow. Horses are expensive. A horse is a horse, of course, of course. A horse, of course. And no one can talk to a horse, of course. Unless, of course, that horse, of course, is the famous Mr. Red. You don't know that show, do you? I, I know of it. It was before my time. I say horse, of course, all the time. And everyone looks at me weird, and they go, what? I'm like, I said a horse, of course. And I walk away. And you think you're cool. No. I know I'm not cool. I'm trying to put your ring near my rings to collect some Listen, cool. Listen, I had to wash my hands. <laughs> I took off my ring and forgot it there. I'm sorry. Stop leaving your cock ring on my counter. I gotta wash my hands. <laughs> it's like a baby arm down there. <laughs> you know how it is. You know, you, you, you go and you use the bathroom. You take it off. You gotta wash your hands. And then you gotta put it back on. And sometimes you just forget to put it back on. It's detachable. The ring? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit who sang that song what song detachable penis D dude not a clue oh shit I can't not think of it what was I singing it's like right in my on the tip of my tongue and I can't think of it oh fuck it's gonna annoy the shit out of me you know it's gonna annoy the shit out of me there's a song I'm trying to think King of something damn it sorry I gotta now I'll I look it up Song about this. It's song's called Detachable Penis. Okay, detach King Missile. King Missile, is that it? King Missile. Right? I'm looking. It's just called Detachable. 
No, it's called Detachable Penis. And who sings it? King Missile. God damn, I'm good. I had to get to the archive. That was a way back <laughs> archive in my head. I'm just gonna read you the first lyrics of this. I know the song. I know, but I wanna I wanna regale the listeners <laughs> of the first uh, few lyrics. Of I this saw song. this song on MTV. Oh no! I woke up this morning with a bad hangover, and my penis was missing again. This happens all the time. It's detachable. <laughs> yeah. I saw there was a comedian talking about. Imagine if you, like if your arms could be detachable, so like you could sleep comfortably. <laughs> I need my arms to sleep comfortably. Like, if you're cuddling with someone, you can, like, take your left arm off and just lay on your side and put your arm around them. You don't have to try and get your arm under their head or... I need my arms to sleep comfortably. Do you need a pillow on each side of your head under each arm and between your legs? I do I do sleep with a pillow in between my you legs and my is, arms. Right? What? You know who that is, right? What? There's another famous podcaster, and he said he has to sleep like that. Why? What was it? Pillow on either side in between his legs. He has to have like a pillow under each arm and like oh. under his head, and is he surrounded with pillows? Yes. <laughs> is that Griffin who said that? Yes. I was about to say, it sounds like something Griffin would say. I guess he the the way he said it, he actually does. I think he actually does. <laughs> I do actually have to sleep with a pillow, uh, in between like I have a body pillow and I sleep it with in between my legs and um, what the body pillow is. What? Tell them about your body pillow. It's a body pillow. There's more to it than just a body pillow. No, it's just a body pillow. Okay, what's the what's the pillow cover? Pillow case. D- don't worry about it. <laughs> it's Nicolas Cage and a thong. <laughs> no. No, it's not. He doesn't have a thong on. He's not wearing anything. Get it right. Gosh. It's actually two pillows. <laughs> Anyways, moving on from that, Chris, you had some things you wanted. Oh my god, fuck! I got distracted. Detachable penis. Because I was looking at detachable penis, and then it says people also search for, and the the first fucking thing I see is piss up a rope. (laughs) I've heard that saying before. Fucking piss up a rope. Oh man. (laughs) What were you gonna say? I had to. You had a story. That's what I was going to segue into. Well, yes, it's a podcast. Of course I have a story. I know, but I was trying to segue into it. Good luck. You don't even know what my story is about. I I was trying to give you the fucking... hiding it so you can't see it. And I'm going to let the listeners guess. Okay. All right, listeners, guess. No, you're wrong. Today is a choose-your-own-adventure. You just... Funny you say that. We're just going to sit here in silence and you make up the whole episode in your head. It can be the best episode ever. We should make commentary every now and then. Like, oh, that was a bad decision. <laughs> no. You have died. They shouldn't have done that. Damn, I can't believe Turn they Turn to page 37. It's a troll. You're dead again. Go back. <laughs> There's no good choices in this one. Did you, ever, did you ever play the Choose Your Own Adventure where you fought your friends? No. Yeah, there was a PvP Choose Your Own Adventure. And what? A book. Was it? Yes. Remember the card game we played? Y- yes. <laughs> the little schoolgirls beating the shit out of each other? Lunch money. Yes. Okay. We don't play games anymore. With each other. Just mind games. I didn't yeah. change the title. And brutality. 
Uh, that's last. That's my last episode. That's funny. Are we really on the twelfth? On a th- what episode? One hundred and thirteen. I thought that said one hundred eleven. <laughs> Are we really on a twelfth? I thought that said eleven. <laughs> yeah, because you said you didn't change it. I didn't so. change the type, the name. Oh, I thought you were saying. I put. I don't ask why I do it. Oh, it was because when we were recording through the iPad, I put the title to name the episode in uh-huh. the top corner so I can keep the file structure right. Yeah. Because of my OCD. Hey, Chris, what are we talking about today? Penis. <laughs> oh, I mean, oh we, what's addition, the story about? I mean, okay. In addition. Oh, penis sorry. Is, hey, I we haven't talked about my penis in a while. I assume we always talk about penis some way. We have not talked I'm about mine in a while. asking the story for today. That was like the first 80 episodes. That's true. It did come up a lot. Also, the charcoal peddler came up a lot. We haven't talked about him in forever. Because it comes up a lot. Shut up. <laughs> Read your goddamn story. That's actually another book I want to write. It does come up a lot? No, that that's like... Oh, the be... charcoal peddler. No. What book? The, the whole like cyberpunk book I want to write. Yeah. That was going to be part of the story. What part? I'll explain it off. I don't can't. bring it up and then okay, go, I'm not so going to tell until after. One of the, the characters podcast. who doesn't have much cybernetics in his body. Yeah. The only thing he is going to have is uh, Bluetooth and a hard drive. Right. Okay. But one of his friends is always getting new hardware. Stuff, yeah. And I'm going to have a scene where, like, when the characters are kind of being introduced, you know, it's like his best friend. And he comes over and he sits down. And he puts his hands on a table and he's smiling. And the main character's going to be like, what'd you do? And then you're going to hear like a, like a jackhammer <laughs> noise under the table. And he's going to be like, oh, no, you didn't. <laughs> and then his girlfriend's going to be like, you got it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Fuck. That would be, that'd be funny. Uh, okay. So we're doing like I'm doing kind of like. Um, nice clarification. It's kind of hard to categorize. Because uh, it, it's like ARG it's, games, but not all ARG how? or all virtual. ARGs aren't specifically virtual. I know, but one of these is like from a book. Yeah. Pre-internet. Yeah. Okay. That's fine. So Some people consider like Choose Your Own Adventures books somewhat ARG. So it's going to be kind of like moving through time frames almost sure is it first gonna be a book then it's gonna be onto the internet type shit 1996 80s Ooh, really mm-hmm this is some old school ARG. okay so it's basically gonna be like puzzles yeah but the you main to... one is weird do you have a description of ARGs which was like alternate reality games Right, right. That's that's the name. Do you have a description? No. Okay. <laughs> well, you're gonna read these and the primary you one. Figure it out as we go along. So I had an idea to do one. Okay. And then I'm like, okay, these other two could fit with this to make a <clears throat> longer. Sure. Because they're all kind of cool, but the primary one will be the last one. Okay. And you know I'm not gonna get super in depth because nobody really knows. Okay. Much about it. Okay, so the first one is actually a book from 1982 called The Secret, A Treasure Hunt. 
It was created by Byron Price. Byron? Yep. What a fucking... Can't be his real name. Yeah. Byron? B-Y-R-O-N. What a terrible name. <laughs> okay, so the book itself... I'm sorry, Byron, if you're listening. It was, like I said, it was published in 82. Uh, the book contained 12 pictures and 12 verses. Mm-hmm. So the first step to solving this puzzle... Well, I should mention, too, when he put this book out, he believed it was too easy. And, you know, within a couple, like a few weeks or a month, people would yeah. solve this. Only three of the puzzles have been solved to date. Today? And there's 12. Wow. So the book consisted of 12 pictures and 12 verses. The first step was to figure out which verse went to which picture. Yep. And all the treasures, these are all real buried treasures. There are ceramic casks all in the United States or Canada. Hmm. So um, what would happen is once you figured out which verse, you can go online now and you can find out people figured out which verses go to which pictures. Yep. But they still haven't been able to solve some of them. Hmm. And uh, so if you were lucky enough to solve one, uh, the first one was actually solved a year after the book was released. And then it wasn't until, let's see. Skipping ahead? Yeah, I'm just trying to see what a second one. That's right. second one was found in 2004. Oh, my God. Yeah, so over 22 years since the book was released for the second puzzle to be solved. Wow. And this guy thought it would be solved right away. So if you solved it, like you forgot the right verse with the right picture, found where it was, you would find a ceramic cask. And once you opened it, inside was a key. And then you would present the key to Byron and he would give you a gem. There was 12 gems, like the birthstones. Yeah. Uh, in total, I guess they all equaled about $10,000. Not combined. bad. Still, that's, I mean, if you ever got a gem, that's a neat little story. Yeah, well, that's part of the problem now, too. He's Byron passed away in 2005. I was going to say, Byron's probably fucking dead. And tell me he gave it all to his son and son. His wife, I believe it was his wife, has said, his wife or someone from his estate yeah. has said that the gems have been liquidated at this point in time. Oh, that sucks. So now, if you do manage to solve one of these, it's kind of like people are going to know who you are. Yeah, but... So, the third one that was solved was by Josh Gates from Destination Truth, Expedition Unknown. Oh. He did three episodes. It took three episodes to find the third box. Neat. Uh, One of the problems now... I'm not even going by this anymore. I noticed. One of the problems now is so much time has passed that a lot of the images... Don't match up. And verses don't line up. Yeah. One of them is in St. Augustine. Really? A family believes they found out exactly where it is, but it's under a sidewalk, and the city will not let them tear up. That's when you come in the middle of the night and fucking just. That's what I was thinking. Dig a hole, poke a stick under the sidewalk, and (laughs) I believe if I like, I went, I went looking for this again, but I could not find it. Yeah, you can look it up online. The artwork's actually really cool. I was trying to find the name. Uh, the secret. Oh, okay. So the secret, a the treasure secret. hunt. The secret colon, a treasure hunt. Not two little dots, like an actual I, butthole. I, I've seen <laughs> this book. It's No, that's the wrong book. That's the secret. 
That's how you live your life and get rich. It's called The Secret. Put that. Okay. Because that was like a movie and everything. And it was like, if you put out positive thoughts, you'll get rich. A treasure hunt. Yeah, look at the artwork. The artwork's actually pretty fucking cool. <sighs> oh, that is pretty cool. Yeah, that, like, uh, actually, for one of them that was found, they actually had to call Byron mm-hmm. and be like, look, we think we know where it is, but the clue implies the number 13, and there's only, like, 10 trees here. And he's like, so, no, you're in the right spot. <laughs> <laughs> but I believe one of them, too, they went hunting for it. I swear, I read this, and I could not find it again. They went looking for it, and like some guy, they passed by it, and like some guy's dog went over and was like digging in a spot, and that ended up being like where the treasure was. That's so fucking cool. So there were a couple rules to this game. Okay. Uh, no cask would be hidden in any life-threatening location, such as a dangerous highway embankment, a contaminated area, or an active railway track. Fair. Not nothing would be hidden in the cemetery. Also fair. Nothing would be hitting in any public or private flower bed or any property owned by the contributors to the book, their families, or friends. Why no flower beds? Just so you're not destroying the landscape. Fair enough. Um, so the first one was found in 1983, one year after launch of the game. Uh, that was image 5 and verse 12, which revealed an outline of Illinois and some iconic landmarks around Chicago with an image of a bowman and reference to L, leading the treasure hunters to Grant Park. It was two intersecting lines of trees that pinpointed the exact spot. Hmm. And a unique fence design. Uh, the second one was in 2004. That one was found in Chicago. No, wait. Yes. 20 years after the Chicago one. This one was found in Cleveland, Ohio. Mm. It was uh, verse 4 and image 4. Uh, there was a shape, I guess in the picture, there's like the shape of Ohio's rivers. So if you looked up like image 4. I'm looking at all the images. Let me. I can show you the one for St. Augustine. I'll look at it. So is this image 1 or is this image yeah, 1? That would be 1. This is 1? Yes. Okay. So four, two, three, four. You see rivers in this? Um, this is... That one's got the trees, so maybe. I don't know. If you keep going, I'll show you the St. Augustine one. Sure. We could describe right them. There. Go back then. This one? Yes, that's the St. Augustine one. That makes sense. There's a fucking conquistador on the top of it. Yep. And also the specific island and type of flowers. And the tree. So they're actually it's actually really cool artwork, I think. It is it's really like cool. Really, like, it's like kind of older style fantasy artwork. It is. It's like dark fantasy artwork from like the eighties. Which this book was made, so that makes a lot of sense. Like I mentioned, the Expedition Unknown found the next one. That was in 2019. So I would recommend, like, if you're interested in this kind of stuff, definitely Google it. Uh, they already pretty much figured out where everyone is, like what city and state. Yeah, it tells the verse and picture, but there's still nine out there. Some they believe have been dug up, and just like not said anything by an excavator. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, buildings have been possibly, you know, built on top of some of them. Apparently, there's one uh, in New York. Yep, New York, New York. Yep. Okay, so that's the first one. That's a pretty cool one. 
I kind of want to like. You can actually. I think you can still buy the book. Probably. I saw they reproduced it in 2014. So, but like I said, you know, like, there's one. no. I mean, there's no gem anymore. But if you do find it, you still got the ceramic cask and the key. And people are gonna know who the fuck you are, because there's sites and podcasts and everything dedicated to finding these treasures. There's one that was solved in 2019. Yeah, by Josh Gates from Mexico. I thought you said 2013. No, 19. My my apologies. Yeah, on the third episode of Looking for It. That's so recent. But he has a lot of resources to throw at it, too. (laughs) This is kind of what he does for a living. Yeah. Okay, so the second one, um, I got to look something up. Okay. Because you might not have been alive or just alive when this happened. Uh, This book? I wasn't alive for this book. book. Not the book. No. No, I think you were. I don't remember. My nose is bothering me. Yeah, because you were... 98? Yes. Yep. So this came out... This one is from 2004. Yeah, I was alive. I was six. Yeah. You might... You might. Yeah, I don't think you would have known of it. You might have a little Probably bit. not. I Love Bees? No. Do you know of I Love Bees now? I don't think so. Okay. So, this one was huge. Maybe I don't know it by its name. Because there's a lot of things I know of, but not by name. You're going to want to use music. your laptop in a minute. Okay. So this one was huge. This one started as a hidden message in the Halo 2 trailer. Oh, my God. There was a little flicker. It said, I love bees. Yeah. And the website's actually still up. Really? It's uh, ilovebees.co. And I think I went to it and it was a countdown timer. Yeah. Look yeah. Up, look up. So there's a countdown timer. There's 193,355 days left. So that's like 530 years. Oh, we can make it. Yeah, no problem. Okay, so basically what would happen with this one is people saw a little flicker. like It was like one frame Yeah. in the Halo trailer, and it had ilovebees.com. And when you went there, it was a website about bee harvesting. And if you stayed on the site for a little bit, it would start glitching, like it was being hacked. Mm-hmm. And then um, uh, it would glitch, and it would give timers and countdowns and uh, oh. clues. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you click on anything, it starts to go kind of funky. Yep. So it would give clues and hints and things eventually. Um. You okay? Yeah, I'm just trying to see where I left off. Last train of thought? So it led to more clues. Uh, you get images. Um, I don't remember exactly how you had to solve things on this one. I, w- I remember following it when it was going on. But eventually it led to coordinates. Huh. That would be pay phones. Like, I believe around the world. I do remember I Love Bees, by the way, now. And if you got to the pay phone at the right time... And the right coordinates, the right time, you get a phone call, and it was all like a um, uh, like uh, what's her name in Halo? Cortana. Yes, it was something like Cortana. It was like hacking, like an AI, mm-hmm. and they were giving out messages and stuff. You know, eventually it all led to you know, Halo Two, obviously. Y- y- you okay? 
I'm looking at my notes. You, you, you keep like just dead silence. Oh, also, uh, you would get like pre-recorded messages with questions. If you answer the questions right, you would get another clue. Oh. Sometimes you'd actually get a live person to talk to. That'd be pretty neat. One of the calls came in in Florida. Mm-hmm. And the kid who answered it ran to the, got to the payphone and stayed there as Hurricane Francis was hitting. Oh, it was like minutes away, and he answered like the phone. Uh, the person who would call it the, the, the live person was I think known as the operator. I think I found out how they were able to find addresses. I found the addresses right here while going through this uh, website. Yeah, oh, that's giving all the messages now or every call. Uh, I don't know if it is giving every call, but there's like, there's some weird stuff. Jane James, a 17-year-old girl tricked out with genetic enhancements who, along with her military dad, is hiding some pretty serious secrets. Yeah. Well, there was stuff like, I think you had to dig through some of the images uh, to solve the puzzles. People, you could get emails, you'd get calls on your cell phone. Yeah, this has, this has like, addresses for different, like, states yep yeah people were like traveling around trying to solve all this teaming up with people like with the help of the internet obviously yeah, yeah, yeah. all over the world trying to get to all the locations and every time there was like every time people would solve a new part of it or get a new message the site would change hmm. so it, it was pretty fucking big when it was going on yeah that's pretty neat so the, yeah that website is still up and if you look up I Love Bees, you're going to find out a lot of You can find the audio files. I was curious about that, though, because, like, the first person who went to the payphone, did they think to record it? No. Well, you got to remember, this is 2004. You think anyone would have brought, like, a Walkman or brought their cell phone? I had a device to do it. Yeah, I know, but do you generally carry that around? No. It was, like, a little suction cup you stuck to the phone and just hit record. <laughs> And it would record. Neat. But not, it, I mean, that wasn't, I mean. That's what you would need uh, for the payphones. They were available, but generally most Well, I'm, I'm guessing the first person that. to answer the phone didn't even know what to expect. Yeah, that's true. So he probably relayed the message. That's so fucking cool. It was pretty fucking cool when it was going on. What, was, what did it end up with? Like, at the end of it, like, whenever you solved everything, what was the, like. I think it just finally gave you the announcement that it was all for Halo 2. And it was all like uh, uh, something that a wreckage from the ship was like the AI or something. It Mm -hmm. was a while ago. I don't remember all the details anymore. Yeah, but you literally looked into it. So I thought maybe you would see that if they... No. (laughs) No, I didn't do that. I lived through it. I didn't want to read anymore. You could have just looked at the end. Like, what was it? Like, if... Fuck you. Making me do everything. I just thought it'd be interesting to throw in with the main topic. I mean, it is, but I would like to know the ending, please and yes, thank you. Yes, I was half asleep. Leave me alone. I worked <sighs> 10 hours. Um, You're looking at how it ended? I Live B has since appeared in 2006 graphic novel. Really? In a Halo graphic novel, yeah. And 2009 Encyclopedia, both of which are officially canon. Uh. Um... I Love Bees ends with the Covenant invading Earth, corresponding to a major plot point in Halo 2. See? 
There you go. It just led to Halo 2. So, that's neat. If you listen to audio, all the audio files and read, like, the dialogue and stuff. Bungie loved doing it. that kind of stuff, by the way. Not not the ARG part, but, like, they loved well, having things correspond through audio files. Because if you ever played Halo ODST and you went through all of ODST and found all the audio files, you follow a girl as she's trying to make her way out of reach before it gets glassed. And it's, uh, it's pretty interesting. Well, I know other, like, companies have done viral marketing, like, and stuff, but this was, I think, the biggest for its time. Uh, yeah. Because it was, like, everybody was talking about this when it was going on. Yeah. Nobody, because, like, when you first found it, you went to the I Love Bees website, and it looks like it's just a bee harvester, and then you're like, what the fuck's going on? And a page would just distort more and more and more as it went on. It's so cool. I always love that kind of stuff. You still looking at stuff about Yeah, it? I'm just reading a little bit more about it, see if there's anything of interest in say. Yeah, I just I read like a little snippet to catch up on it. But it was I don't know, it was it was interesting what was going on. I remember I was in an Xbox group at the time and we were all going nuts trying to see what the, we were constantly updating each other. Did you see there's a new thing on I Love Bees? <laughs> that is really cool. <clears throat> Oh, apparently there's a there's a Halo Three ARG. Was there? I didn't know about the third. Uh, maybe. Hold on. I just I remember this one because it was like huge. It was like first time something like that was going down. Maybe not. Maybe not. So, the main no thing I wanted to get to with this episode uh-huh. is going to be just as obscure as. The little bit of information I grabbed that I love these. Oh, okay. Because there's not much about this. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. It is longer. All right. Hit me with it. Is this going to be like Cicada? It is. <laughs> so you know Cicada. I do know Cicada. Was it Cicada 333? Cicada 3301. 3301. Yes. That's something like that. It's still not solved. It. it well, okay. How much? third one was i guess never solved okay that's what i was about to say is because the first two were they were solved but we don't know what happened that, you don't ruin the ending don't don't, don't go on <laughs> okay so cicada three that, three that is not ruining the ending by the way this thing is so fucking wild it is it's all the way i'm wild. glad you know about though because you can throw in more information if i don't have enough yeah or if i forgot shit so Cicada 3301 started on a site we've talked about before, 4chan, Mm -hmm. in 2012. They always show up on 4chan, too. There was an image. uh, I actually have what it says. There was a a black background, white text, and it said, Hello, we are looking for highly intelligent individuals. To find them, we have devised a test. There's a message hidden in this image. Find it, and it will lead you on a road to finding us. We look forward to meeting the few that will make it all the way through. Good luck. And it was signed 3301. So, most of what I got that I wanted to talk about about this mm-hmm. is how in how much shit you had to go through to solve yes. even the smallest part of this damn thing. The first, um, the first one, I think it took a month for people to realize what it was. It was something like, it took people, like, some people all very, because... It wasn't solved by one person. Like well, that's the majority of the, the people group was with... also disappointed. 
because people were sharing too much information yes. and helping each other. <clears throat> 4chan worked together to solve the first few um, puzzles that Cicada gave them. Okay. Well, it went from 4chan to Reddit. It stayed on 4chan for a while before it went to Reddit. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I'm pretty sure got the first one got solved on well, 4chan. Okay, so the first one, I guess. This one's more about the second one. Okay, because uh, the, sure the first one, they was... said each stage of this, the first one involved a certain skill set, which primarily was like hacking. Yes. The second one was more crypto, yep. uh, cryptography and stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm going to talk about. Okay. Because that's the, uh, when I found out about it, I think it was already in the second one, maybe. Maybe. Because I remember seeing about it, I'm like, this is fucking crazy. And there's like all these crazy theories about this oh, whole thing. Oh, absolutely. You should, uh, I'll let you finish that. And I then have I'll... a couple of like the weird theories. Sure. So the first one, okay, they're actually calling it like one of the strangest and hardest puzzles. They are very hard. To this day. Mm-hmm. And they're considering it one of like the biggest internet mysteries because nobody knows who's behind it. Yep. Um. And like, uh, I mean, the secret was pretty fucking hard, obviously. Nobody solved it, <laughs> all of them. But the stuff you had to go through for this one wasn't just like, you know, finding, an, you know, getting the image with the right verse and just finding the location. No. That was the beginning process was the image. Yes. There was so quite a few puzzles after that. <laughs> basically, one of the people that solved this, it, it took a skill set for some reason, he had some weird parts to his skill set. Yeah. So it took steganography, yep. cryptography. For some reason, he had knowledge of ancient Mayan numerology because uh-huh. he knew what ancient Mayan numerals were when he saw them. And then you had to have knowledge of some specific books, which are primarily cyberpunk novels. That's funny. <laughs> so when he saw this... Um, he had to take the first image, which had the text, mm-hmm. and he had to use steganography to find something hidden in the image. Uh, I think I have actually the whole breakdown of how he did it. The first one led to a second image, I believe, of a duck. I think so. It's been a while since I read up on Cicada, especially the actual puzzles, because I do know the first one, like all of 4chan came together to solve it and it took them like months and there was one guy kind of pioneering the whole thing. Well, this guy, I believe, solved most of this in three weeks. Hmm. Did you, do you have... But it was by him. Do you have the full story of the first one? I didn't know. No, then I'll just tell it real quick. Yeah, because I didn't. I don't know much about um, the first one. I know what they they said it involved mainly hacking for the first one. It was a lot of hacking and that kind of stuff. Um, I did. I think they also used like imagery hacking. Um, so like you, there are some kind of um tools you can use by putting codes into images. Steganography. Uh, yes, but specifically for like hacking, not not just steganography. Um. Fortune worked together to do it, and the one guy who was pioneering the thing, who eventually basically was just him finishing up all the puzzles, what kept everyone updated, he disappeared. That's part of the weirdness yeah. of this whole fucking the first, thing. The first guy just disappeared, and everyone was like, so no update? <laughs> yeah. So that's why this is just fucking weird. I'll, um, I'll let you continue. Ah, oh, shit. What was I going to say? 
There's actually programs out there where you can actually embed full fucking programs into an image. Yeah, you can embed files into and images. You, you lock it with a code. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty cool. Some some I I do I have heard of some uh, hackers who don't want their information to be like easily found. Whenever they're sending files to their buddies, they'll put the files in an image and then send them the image. Yeah. But the image is also coded. I used to do it. Locked. And it was funny because, like, people would be like, why is this image 50 megs for yeah. a tiny little picture? Yep. But you have to know what you're looking for. Yeah. Otherwise, you also need, you need to write software that can unencrypt that specific. Well, not just software, you got to write. And then the code. So there's like. Another thing you have to consider is there are two key verification software for like what it. Well, that's something else Cicada did. They had a key code for all of their official announcements Mm -hmm. and images, so you would know it was officially part of. Which, if you're not into like the tech community or cyber security community, it's kind of hard to explain keys and how it's a. It's basically your identification number. Yeah, it's basically an identification number that nobody can fake. Or at least it's very hard to spoof um, one. Well, you can see nowadays when you download a lot of files, they'll have a code that you can run to ver- Yeah, but most verify. people don't. Most people don't realize that. Well, I'm trying, trying to explain it. Yeah. So uh, sometimes when you download files now, they'll give you a. I forget what they call it. It's a certain code they'll give you. Yeah. And you get a program. You put in the code, and it uses that to verify that the file is still the original file. They're called CD done. keys, even though they don't use CDs anymore. Uh, no, 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 it's for, not CD keys, it's something else. Oh, I know you can, they do that with video games. They have CD keys. Yeah. No, this was a, it's like a. Also, if you ever download something and it's it a, just automatically shit. downloads instead of questioning if it's from the, uh, protect, uh, from a protected source, it's because manufacturers are given specific keys by like Microsoft and that kind of stuff. So whenever your program is downloading something, it looks for that key. And each manufacturer only gets one key. And so Microsoft is constantly like giving out keys to very only trusted companies and that kind of stuff. Yeah, this is a little bit different. This is a... It's, it gets very convoluted. This one, you run a program, you put in the code, and it verifies the integrity of the file. Yeah. Make sure it hasn't been modified or anything so you know it's safety run and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so the first image, you had to use steganography software to find a hidden message, which was also encrypted with a shift cipher. Or a Caesar cipher. Uh, and if you don't know what a shift cipher is, <laughs> the simplest way I can think of to explain it is you write the alphabet out. Yep. And then below it, you start at, say, H. You put A below the letter H and follow all the way through to the end and then go back to the beginning. You're shifting all the letters to represent yes. a different So if letter. you start, so if you put the whole alphabet down, then you start again with the alphabet but below H and you go all the way to the end. Yep. And then you start at the beginning, so it would be uh, G would be Z. Yeah. Or it would be a seven shift. Yeah. You're shifting every letter seven. Yep. Spots. And a one shift is A would be under B. Yeah. B is now A. Yeah. C is now B. And yeah. so on. So, so, forth. so if you were doing like one is easier to think about. Yeah. <laughs> so if it's a one shift cipher, if the letter B is on the paper, you know to transpose it to A. Yeah. So that's what a shift or Caesar cipher is. Um, so after you got that from the image, uh, I think it turned into, I uh, gave him a URL, which led to the second image. 
and he had used steganography on that image, which gave him a book code, which is another type of code that once processed or decrypted, led to a Reddit post, which had Mayan numerals on it. Which I thought was interesting. The guy just, oh, those are Mayan numerals. I wonder how long it took him to realize there are Mayan numerals. And then he realized that the person who posted that post had posted other posts, and they were all encrypted. Mm. So he had to get all those posts that this one uh, Reddit poster had posted, piece them together, decrypt them, which led to two more images. Then he had used steganography again which led to more numbers, which turned out to be a phone number that led to a voicemail that said, very good, you have done well. There are three prime numbers associated with the original final.jpg image. 3301 is one of them. You will have to find the other two, multiply all three of these numbers together, and add a .com to find the next step. Good luck, goodbye. Okay? So he needed two more digits officially solve the puzzle yeah so he ended up going back to the first image it's a good idea the height and width of the image in the metadata <laughs> were the other two numbers he needed that's so like like uh, um obscure yeah like so I was trying to, like out of the box thinking it's like I need two more numbers. I'll use the. It involves an image. What if I use the height and width? And it's the one. And it's all the way back to the starting point. Yeah. Every puzzle is a piece. So. That makes sense. Yeah. When you followed that URL, there was a picture of a cicada and a countdown. Once the countdown finished, there was another cicada picture and a list of GPS coordinates, which led all over the world: Spain, Russia, France, America, Japan, Poland. Something people pointed out was all these places. I just named yep. are well known for like really uh, skilled hackers. Mm-hmm. So that kind of led to people thinking maybe it's like a hacking group behind yeah. this contest. So since this person was solved, this is all about one person's stages to solve this. Yeah. Since, you know, he couldn't really travel all over the world. He contacted people around the world to get help and they went to each of the coordinates and they found a picture of a cicada what was that? It sounded like someone blowing oh, into a bottle. my phone. That's weird. That, that is weird. Oh, it vibrated, which vibrated my coffee cup and the metal straw. Ah. <laughs> okay. That was weird. It sounded like somebody blowing into a bottle. So every one of those locations, there was a poster with a picture of the cicada and a QR code. Each code led to two more images, which led to more hidden text. But this time, <laughs> he had the... He got a poem by William Gibson. Mm. All the images, like all the text he got from the yep. steganography, gave him a poem. This is this this part blows my fucking mind. <laughs> if he went back to an earlier step again and took that book code he had, the, the cipher yeah. to decrypt that book code, and used that book code on the poem, mm-hmm. it gave him the next thing. <laughs> so can you imagine taking a whole poem and encrypting it to make a tour link and then backstepping all this puzzle yeah. 
like you have to find like the the perfect poem that would make the right fucking mm-hmm. uh, combination of images or uh, of letters to give a URL you needed. Unless you did the poem and then made the URL. But yeah, still, but you still had to get the no. letters to give you a URL. Yeah, I know. Well, an anonymous Tor network URL link. That's true, because it wouldn't be on the Surface Web. It would no, probably be an be... Onion link, usually. Yeah. That's so good. So, it just I like, holy shit, when I heard that, like, when I read that step. So, it's pretty fucking extensive for, obviously, one person to put together. So, that's why they think our group has pieced yeah. this together. Yeah. Um. But, like you mentioned, no one really knows what the hell's going on. Nope. No one knows who created it. Um, there's been a total of three puzzles, one in 2012, one in 2013, and one in 2014. First two had some winners. Um, the thing is, the winners never talked. This is, this is the weirdest part. Or, like you said, disappeared. The first one, the guy who finished the first one he got coordinates and he went to the coordinates and he never responded to anybody and then i think it was like yeah. weeks later or months later he finally posted and was like yeah i'm okay guys i can't say what happened yep and, and so, just went silence after that there is a little bit of information so what we know is that one of the winners of the one of the winners of the first puzzle said that the winners were asked Excuse me. We ask questions about their thoughts on information freedom, online privacy, and freedom and censorship. The winners were invited to a private forum and instructed to create a project and complete the project that farthered the ideals of the group. And that person backed out. Yeah. So that's all we know. Yeah, we don't know anything Which about Cicada. Leads to the conspiracy theories. There's a lot of So them. people think. This could be a global recruitment thing for the CIA, FBI, MI7? MI6. What is the military? The, the MI6. One? MI6? I'm pretty sure MI6. Is that like James Bond shit? Well, that is James Bond. MI6. Is the real one? I'm, well. MI7 is like Mission Impossible or something. Yeah. <laughs> MI6 is the secret intelligence service for, for the British intelligence. Yes. So they think that maybe they're all working together trying to get like top people who can solve all this shit. It's possible. Um, then there was consp- uh, some theories that it was like a hacking group. And then there was actually a hacking group that hacked Planned Parenthood databases. Mm-hmm. And they used 3301 as their... their uh, like call sign? The, the sign they left behind of their hack. But that- Now, things like this, Cicada has come out and released messages... With their code to make sure it was definitely them. Releasing yeah. a message saying that that wasn't them. Yeah. They did not condone what the group did or condone their use of their name and numbers. Yeah. That's the thing about these hack groups. You have to be very careful when you're trying to impersonate them. I mean, and those people who hacked the Planned Parenthood disappeared. And <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's the same thing with Anonymous. I think Anonymous at this point is like kind of defunct. Because just so many people were like, oh, I'm a part of Anonymous. That Anonymous, I think, kind of just got away from their own name. They're still around. The The hacking group is still the, around. Yeah, the, the real people are around, but there's like a lot of people, like you're saying, are just saying. Yeah. A lot of people aren't. Like, I don't think the original groups of Anonymous are a part of Anonymous anymore. I think they don't go by that 
moniker anymore. I don't know. I would assume not because it's just so out of like. I don't. I guess. I mean, I've seen videos recently by them, and like it's through their official channels. Is it? Okay. I don't know, but also. But I'm sure other people Anonymous do, is just a hacker. The same yeah. thing, just... Anonymous is just a hacker group. The members of that group can change. Hands. Where did they come from? Nobody knows. Are oh, you asking where do they originate from? Yes. 4chan? Yes. I like all good things yes. and bad things. Just all things 4chan originate. 4chan is just everything. Yeah. About 4chan is like the surface level of the deep web. But sometimes it gets hate... crazier. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure I've talked about this before. I'm almost positive. We have. Okay. So we've talked about I'm actually going to mention this right here. Uh, so... You know, some people believe there's intelligence agencies and all that stuff. Yeah. Looking for specific skills and, like, intelligence and all that stuff. Some people believe it's also a recruitment into a cult. Yes. Through the cult, though the cult idea comes from the Christian Family Research Council. Ah, And they believe it's all some evil cult trying to lure people to the dark web. So dumb. Now, you know why I hate the dark web. Do you hate the dark web, or do you hate the people who talk about the dark web as it, as if it's some kind of like amorphous bad thing? Yes, that. Okay. So let me, if if you don't know, first of all, we had a kid that I used to work with. I should say, guy is older than me. Before you worked there, um, he bought one of those, uh, one of those uh companies that will protect your. Security? Your data. Yeah. And they would say how they would protect your data from the dark web. I love those companies. Okay. I told him right when I learned about that, like, this was a legit company. No. Like, and I, they, they were around for a while, and they would say they would, you know, monitor the dark web. And I'm like, look, if they tell you that, don't fucking give them any money. They're still you companies. You cannot monitor the dark web. Yeah. So 95, I think it's roughly 95% of the internet is dark web. Yeah. So, for example, say you put up a website. And you block it from being crawled by Google or any spider bot. Mm -hmm. You now have a dark web website. Yeah. Because nobody can find it through Google because no search engine can search it or crawl it. That's all the dark web is. Yeah. It's not some scary place with red rooms. Which is one of the huge things people fucking say in the dark web. Red rooms and like snuff videos and that kind of stuff is a small, I believe it's a very small percentage of. If it even exists. I, I don't doubt there's one or two out so, there. So, uh, we were talking about the... I was talking to somebody the other day about the horror iceberg challenge. Yeah. I think I sent you the image. You did. And, like, I already hit bottom, so I don't know what the fuck to do now. Yeah. But one of the people, like, talking about it was like, oh, no, the bottom's like snuff films. Okay, so we know that kind of stuff is real. Snuff films exist, yeah. But in order to ever have access to something like that Mm -hmm. you gotta be someone who's like filthy rich and knows people like Weinstein generally fucking level of you're doing fucked up shit and you have money yeah you're not just gonna like stumble on this shit and like but unfortunately there are real ones there's definitely real there's actually a major one Uh, the guy got arrested for doing it yeah I cannot remember the name of it right now and I know 4chan, you could find it years and years. This one was a... 4chan cracked down on it pretty hard. But this one was like a, a pedophile thing. 
Straight up, Fortune had that. Fortune had that problem for a very long time and too. But they're really good at cleaning. Well, no, no, this was a a video. Yeah, again, and uh, the guy who was behind it is in prison now. Mm-hmm. I think he was like selling copies online for like ten thousand dollars a piece. Uh huh. I don't know. I'm not gonna get into details about it. If you, you can Google it, I'm not going to. It's fucked up. Um, I talk about that. I know we keep shit. talking about Fortune, but I. Early 4chan? Well, no, this had nothing to do with that. Was, I know, but I'm saying, like, early 4chan uh, used to have this kind of stuff. Because I actually, I found... Quite frequently. I found a discussion on Reddit where people said, because of the Iceberg Horror Movie Challenge, Mm -hmm. people said snuff films aren't real, and the guy's like, no, here's valid proof, and he showed a link... Oh, yeah. ...that was a news site about that guy being arrested about this video, but I'm not... Like I said, I'm not going to say the name of the video or what happened in the video, it's... They exist... Will you come across them accidentally on the internet? No. No. It, it's and very also, unlikely. Especially I mentioned earlier onion go- links. Yeah. It's a form of a URL. Mm-hmm. It's like onion, colon, and then a bunch of numbers and slashes. Onion's is just another browser as well. Yeah, Tor browser. Yeah, it's a Tor browser. But in order to get to those sites, you specifically need the exact URL. Yep. You can't just stumble on them. It's the olden days of the internet. Where you have to know the exact URL to a website to get to it. You can't just put in google.com. Yeah. Yeah, you can't just go to Google and like search for it. Yeah. It's not listed or anything. You just put the exact URL. Yeah, I I hate how... Same with like... We've talked about the damn word woke. People (laughs) took something and changed it. And it's the same thing with the dark web. They use it as a big scary evil thing now. And ah. Don't get me wrong. The dark web is... Just dangerous. Some of it. Some of it. Small percentage of it. Yeah. Don't go, like, don't go trolling around, like, message boards. If you find, yeah, if you go looking online and you start looking for fucked up onion links or a Tor browser, you might find fucked up shit. You might also. But you also might just find the Facebook. Yeah. Because there's a Facebook page. Yeah. That isn't in the Tor browser. Yeah. You can't uh, be crawled. You also got to be careful with going to message boards and stuff like that because guess what? Unprotected URLs and that kind of stuff have people with with programs on their websites that if you go there, they're going to try and find your PC and then just steal all your information. I had, speaking of stuff like that, a few years ago, I got an email um, trying to extort money out of me. Yeah. Talking about all this horrible stuff i've been browsing and how they could barely even look at the stuff i was browsing and um it was saying stuff like you're into some sick shit and we have you know and we have webcam footage of you with timestamps timed to your browser data your yeah. browser information and i'm reading this and i'm like with what webcam yep <laughs> <laughs> And the letter started out with one of my usernames and one of my actual passwords. Yes. So what happened, this is a common, like I searched for the exact information in this email I got, mm-hmm. which brought me to Reddit, and mm-hmm. other people that got the same exact letter, which gave their usernames and passwords. Yep. So what happened is, and how this scam works, oh, funny thing too, is they wanted 10,000 Bitcoin. Uh, how much is one Bitcoin worth? 20,000 right now, I think. Is it? 26,000, yeah. So they wanted 200,000. 
dollars? Yeah. No, no problem. Let me just go to the bank. Two hundred million, wouldn't it? I don't know. Ten thousand times twenty thousand. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, what happened was, <laughs> I deleted the email and went on my merry way. Pretty much. But this <laughs> this kind of pissed me off. The reason they had these people's usernames and passwords was from a video game website and forum that went out of business and sold all their hardware without wiping their hard drives. <laughs> and that happens. Most people use the same usernames and, and passwords. passwords. And such, yeah. Yes. So I'm like, yeah. seriously, you sold your hard drives without fucking wiping them? Yep. You fucking idiots. Yep. Or if you ever had, have seen like um, some bigger uh, websites will get their, their, their logs breaking into and where they'll have like people's emails, people's yeah. uh, sign-ins. And one you'll that. find funny is one of the, like I, I, I got one of these emails again recently. Mm-hmm. And one of them was saying how, you know, don't try and reply to this email because this email was sent from your email address. I'm like, really? I can see it. Yeah, I it's can not mine. See, I can see it. It's right there. And all your hardware, your phones and your laptops have a Trojan in them because you clicked a link. And that, you know me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not that fucking dumb. It's like, did I? I don't think so. I don't think so, buddy. Nice try. Good job. I did learn about this in college. I, I got. Uh, I, I got know how to do this shit. Years and years. I think it was like three years ago, four years ago. I got an email on like old email that I haven't used in years, and so I went back to it to check on it, and it was like we have your, uh, your, account information and login. This and they post my username and my login for one of my accounts, and it was like if you do not give us so and such amount of money, we will lock you out of your account. And you'll never. I'm like, there's only one thing I actually have that assigned to. That's <laughs> okay. That's an old RuneScape account. Okay. You're gonna lock me out and delete my account? Please, thanks. Get rid hey, of that. Hey, me, thanks. I, I don't By wanna... the way, that that password I don't use for anything else. That was, I you was twelve when I made that password. Good luck. You know what would be cool if someone could come up with? You'd have to like team up with companies and shit, but like a website where you could like. Put in, say, your email address mm -hmm. and see everywhere you've ever used that email address to see if there's any open accounts still. Hmm. That would be interesting. Or a company that could do it for you. you right, know? right, right. Because that'd be something that would make a lot of fucking money. I got emails. From, I have like, old stuff. ass emails. Yeah. I don't even remember them anymore. <laughs> or the passwords to get into them. I've tried to stick to like only having two emails. And cause and I'm trying to like limit the what I use my emails now. Well, I had like multiple emails from my old websites and all this other shit. Yeah, it's getting. I luckily now have pretty much put everything under one email at this point. You know what one annoyed me though? What's up? Um. Back in New York, you know, I did a lot of photography and I did the art show and I sold yes. photography and shit. Um. I eventually shut down my photography website. Some mm -hmm. company bought the URL after I'd gotten rid of it. Right. But then when I went, and I had an Instagram for it, and then I eventually closed that when I went to reopen it. Somebody was using my same photography name. Really? And I'm like, all right, I mean, I'm not going to say you stole it. You could have come up with the same name. Yeah. 
but I guarantee my photography predates your photography and it all has the fucking name <laughs> watermarked on them. So <laughs> just in case you want to, you know, say something about that. Yeah. How fucking goofy. <sighs> Hacking is fun. Huh? Hacking is fun. How do you... I can't do it. I, I I know nothing. I know next to nothing about hacking. I know... I did teach... Most quote-unquote hackers aren't really hackers. They just buy the tools and the kits, and they're like, I'm hacking. I'm like, you're just running a script that somebody else made. That's not hacking. I did teach my child how to do um, memory sniffing and editing for games. Yeah? Like, let me teach you this useful trick. Because <laughs> it's not, it's nothing bad. Mm -hmm. But once you like, and the cool thing is, like, when I first started doing it, it was like really rudimentary type programs you had to use to try and sniff out the values. Yeah. And now you can just grab a program that just makes it so much easier. Yeah. So within like 10 minutes, you need to changing, teach a child how to go on the dark web. They were changing values in the games and freezing them and stuff. Mm -hmm. like, there you go. See how easy that is. Yeah. Now when you're playing any sing stick to single player games. Yeah. Well, you can't generally you do that on multiplayer games. It's more difficult. You can. But you yeah. can also get banned. Oh, very quickly too. So it's better just to stick to like you know, you're playing the Sims, you need some money. Yeah. Something like that. Just in those games usually they're like built in. All you have to do is like tilde. A lot of single player games have tilde yeah. and it opens up the console. Yeah. Uh, but you can also just open up some... Because The Sims was Tilda Rosebud. Was it? I believe so. I don't know. And I, I never I played that. That was either one. I think it was one that got you the money. <laughs> uh, but if you can't do that, you can always open up the folder and, and just edit the folder. And be like, hey, look. I have infinite lives. I've done it. Yeah, I, I, was, uh, I was teaching them on Oop. Cult of the Lamp. Mm -hmm. how to give themselves tons of uh, wood, metal, gold, or wood, stone, gold, uh, berries for food. Like, there you go. Now you never have to now save the table. Whenever you want to play again, you go back and up the value if you need to. <laughs> and you're good to go. Love it. Man. But then, like I said, it's stupid easy to do that kind of stuff nowadays. Yeah. Also, the dark web ain't shit anymore. I mean... It's 95% of the internet. Yeah, but, like, it's not really... There's nothing. There's nothing of consequence. I think it's funny, like, the idea of someone making a website on the dark web about just mundane stuff. Because no one's ever going to fucking find it. I mean, there are. I mean, there's, there's, there is. there's websites out there with people and they're bees. It's just funny, because, like, the only people that are ever going to see your website are your friends, pretty much. Yeah, for people or, you directly give the link to. Or if you get listed on a wiki, that's it. That's I mean, that's how you travel through the dark web, is you either know somebody, or you get the links from the wiki links, or you go to a, um, a message board and talk to some people, and they'll give you links to things like that. Yeah. You can't... Dump, you can't accidentally stumble across something you're you not looking for. You can't go to... Excuse me. You can't go to Google and search for it. Right. Even even the Tor browsers have a very limited thing that they'll look that they'll give you. 
they'll give you like the very they'll give you a couple links to get started and right. learn it how it usually to takes use. you the Tor browser usually takes you to the wikis. Uh, it'll take you to Silk Road. It'll take you to a handful of other places, and that's really about it. I think they're up to Silk Road three now. Are they? I, I the last be... time I was on a tour browser, they were up to like Silk Road three. I wouldn't doubt it. Um, are there websites out there to where you can hire hitmen? Yes. <laughs> Will you stumble across it by accident? Can we just talk about some no. guy who is yes, but that was on the surface web, and it was a joke website. Which was hilarious, but there are actual websites to hire real hitmen. Yeah, well, but don't don't do stupid shit. Don't do stupid shit. Don't click links you don't know. Yeah, especially <laughs> on the dark web, because anywhere, anywhere, but especially on the dark web, because it's not like they're gonna. I always love the stories that people were like, I accidentally clicked a link, and now they're sending a hitman after me. I'm like, why? Well, the other thing too you gotta think about too is if you go to like a website, and there is a say a chat room mm-hmm. you now have a direct open link yeah generally yeah which people can come through which most people that's why you <laughs> run uh, a vm and then you run a vpn on your vm so yeah just don't do stupid shit yeah i i we, like i said there's always those stories where people are like i accidentally clicked a link and now they know where i live and so they're sending a hit yes yes me. yeah i'm like yeah. why would they do that they're spending all this money to send a guy to kill you for what? Because kill nobody. You, be, yeah, exactly. You showed up into a chat room. Now they're gonna kill you. That's what I'm saying. There's like all these. I was like, I've what? seen so many YouTube videos <laughs> that are just trying to scare the shit out of people about the dark web, and it just annoys the shit yeah. out of me. It's dangerous, but not that kind of dangerous. They're not gonna send I, Hitman after anyone who just shows up, and they're not cool. Like, you don't show up to a chat I mean, room and they honestly, go, damn, dog, you're not cool like us. You can't hack. Now we're going to kill you because you've seen us. It's it's like, what? That doesn't make any sense. I'm trying to even think of how how to describe how slim of a chance the danger is. It'd be like... If you're staying on, like, normal websites within Tor, it, no, it's I mean, very slim. Even just dicking around and looking around and shit, it's like, the equivalent of like the danger of waking up in the morning. I mean, I'm not gonna say it's you not... could fall out of bed and get hurt, but chances are. Yeah, I'm not gonna say it's not dangerous because there are definitely people who Surface are. Surface Web is just as dangerous. No, I wouldn't say just as dangerous because you generally, if you go onto a website like just a random ass bullshit website on the surface, you're not gonna get somebody who has key locks or key trackers on that website no but you could also go into a chat room and piss someone off on a surface website who isn't legit hacker yeah. who's gonna just pop into the i agree with that one i agree with that one but you would have to go out of your way to like annoy somebody on the surface one like i just i don't think the dark web's nothing to worry about and they keep using it as scare tactics and commercials 100 percent. i think dumb. majority of the dark web is nothing to worry about but you can easily go to a website and they have key tr- uh Key trackers on them. Will you get to that problem? Probably not. Also, if you're going on the dark web, you should be using a Tor browser anyways. And you most, have to. most, well, you don't have to. There's other like, what is it? When I say Tor browser, I mean specifically Tor. Oh no, any Onion browser. Yeah. Uh, I think it's what they call them, Onion browsers, because you're going to Onion links. Maybe. 
I don't know. Uh, I I don't know. I looked around for a little bit. I'm like, this I, is fucking dumb. If you're really worried about it, if you're going to the dark web, do it on a virtual machine. If you're worried about it, don't. That's a good point. Don't. You don't Anything need to be in life, if you're worried about it, don't. No. You rules, have nothing. Rules to live by. <laughs> There's nothing for you on the dark web. It's There's, okay. I, I should live by my own rules sometimes. Yeah, I was about to say. It's a bit fucking hypocritical. It's in my earlier me. days. And if you're worried about it, fuck. It's more fun. Anyways, that was our episode on ARGs. ARGs are pretty interesting. And then I don't know if I would consider Cicada an ARG. No, I had it as like a viral game. Yeah. Well, it's not even a game. It is. I I would puzzle. It is a puzzle, but it's not. It went viral. Yeah, but the first the first two were like very. This was like when you tried breaking down when I said I had breaking news, and you're like, "Is it really breaking news?" It's like, "Yeah, because it just happened." Is it breaking? That makes it breaking. And it's news. Is it breaking? Um, I don't know if I would consider it an ARG. No, it's a viral thing. Sure. Not ARG, though. No. ARG is for entertainment. That's the only caveat I would add. Well, we don't actually know what this is for. You know it what? could be just straight up for entertainment. It could be all just a ruse. You're right. You get to the end, they give you a Hershey bar and say, don't talk about it. To be fair, there are other <laughs> ARGs that are confirmed ARGs that are literally... like when Well, other first... ARGs, too, are like fucking Pokemon Go. Uh, they're considered ARGs. Yeah. The uh, Niantic's first game, I can't remember what it's called right now. Which is actually kind of interesting. Off topic. Not really. <laughs> so say you played Pokemon Go. Yes. If you got Niantic's other game... Fuck, I can't think of the name of it. I'm going to look it up right now. These birds are driving me crazy. It sounds like a little baby bird, like, it crying. Does. It does. I don't know if it's a bird or something shaking, because it's like... It's a bird. Could be cricket. No, it's a bird. So, their very first game was called Ingress. Ingress. And it was like... It was supposed to be like kind of like magic hacking type game. Right. <laughs> like, you go up and you find... Like Did you know... Sorry, to continue, and I'll 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 continue my thing. Sorry, you go and you find like towers that other people controlled and take them over. Yeah, and you get energy from them. But if you played Pokemon Go, people realized that if you played Ingress and you saw like the little electric magic dots flying around, mm-hmm. where there was more of them, meant there was more energy to collect in Ingress. But since Niantic used the same world maps and everything, yeah, like Pokemon. You could open up Ingress and see where there was more blue dots, and then you would go to that area and you'd be able to find more Pokemon. Oh, that's funny. That's so pretty interesting. They were, they, people were able to realize that, like, you go to this spot, you can find better, rarer Pokemon because they're using the same fucking data. Mm-hmm. I was just reminded of another ARG that Wizards of the Coast actually made assault oh. rifle gun. Uh, okay. <laughs> Okay, no. Uh, when Wizards of the Coast was coming out with Netrunner, they came out with an ARG to promote it before they announced it. It was called Web Hunter, something like that, uh, and it was an ARG. I don't know what. Yeah, I thought you'd I thought you'd find that interesting because you like Netrunner and like that kind of stuff. Netrunner. Right? Am I right? Is it Netrunner? Hold on. Is that the? Hold on. I believe I played that. That's the one where you had to buy, like, the upgrades for your 
motherboard. Let me programs. That was like a hacking simulator game. I mean, a hacking game. I will find what specific game. No, NetHack. I think that was the game. Maybe it was NetHack. NetHack is not what you think it is. Wizard of the Coast launched a proto-alternative reality game called Web Runner. Um, the hidden agenda to promote their new game, Netrunner. This is Netrunner. Can I can I get a Netrunner? No, no, net, yeah, NetHack's a different game. Nothing not what I was thinking about. Yeah, NetHack is not. Now that's like not what it sounds like. A roguelike from '87. Yeah, it's it's an old roguelike. That's nothing like hacking or anything like that. No, there was this one game that was pretty cool. Like you have to open up the world map and. This is NetHack. This is the card game NetHack. That's, Netrunner, know. sorry. That's Netrunner. 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 My apologies. What the hell was that game I used to play? It was pretty cool. I don't know. Like you Anyways. Could uplink. Okay. I just... You would like have to make your connections, the VPN around to hide your trail, and then like before you logged off the computer, you had to erase your IP address from it. <laughs> and you had missions like, someone hacked on this computer, can you trace them? And you'd have to jump from computer to computer digging for the IPs of these other people mm -hmm. and following them. It's a pretty cool game. And it was funny because, like, so many people were hacking in the game Uplink mm -hmm. to get themselves overpowered computers yeah. for a hacking game. <laughs> <laughs> I always thought it was kind of funny. It was kind of ironic. Uh, I was like, this game's great, but, you know, I need more money, so I'm going to hack this game about hacking to get more money. Yeah. That was a fucking good game. You should check it out sometime. What was it, it called? Like, Uplink. Uplink. I will check it out. It was pretty cool. Anyways, that is ARGs. And viral games. And viral. Like we said, Cicada's not really ARG. It's we, we don't know. It could be an ARG. And cause or there a recruitment. Are, yeah. We don't know. could be recruitment. Because um, there are actual ARGs that have been confirmed for as ARGs that kind of like make themselves seem like the same kind of thing as Cicada is. They're not as complex as Cicada was. Um, but there were ARGs that were like, you have to find us. And then, and people had to go and use geolocations to find the next clue. And, and it was, it, it's for entertainment purposes and we know it's for entertainment purposes and that's why it's an ARG. We can't say whether or not Cicada was for entertainment purposes because we have no, we have idea. no idea. Also, generally most ARGs are solvable by like. I wouldn't say average people, but like the basic person can usually solve uh, most ARGs. Um, most ARGs are actually played by communities. So that's always fun. Anyways, yeah. I just deleted, I just closed out the wrong thing. Uh oh. Uh oh. You failed. Yeah. Okay, well, uh, I think that wraps up this episode. Yeah. I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Next episode, we will be killing ourselves slowly. I hope you I enjoy do that every day. Yeah. Since I was born. Well, no. Since you were born, I mean, you're growing till about 25. Then you start dying. You're still killing off cells every day. Fair enough. I'll give you that. And if you get pregnant, you lose bones. Oh, it's a good thing I can't get pregnant, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Not losing any bones. You are gotta you, participate you... in other things before you can get pregnant anyway, Nate. Yeah, that's true. Uh, are you losing bones or are you losing bone mass? 
You lose you lose bones as you get older. What? Yeah. What bones do you go missing? You didn't know this? What bones go missing from your body? Google how many bones you're born with. Well, no, because your do skull it. is separated into three parts, and it's separate. Don't don't patronize me. Your feet too. Yeah, leave your feet. Yeah, but they they don't disappear. They fuse. They fuse together. So you have less bones technically. Right. Because they the, become one bone. <laughs> you said you lose bones. You do. You make it sound like the bones are like <laughs> no. leaving your body. Like see you later. No, fucker. they fuse together. So now you have one bone instead of two. So yeah, you've lost a bone. I know your skull is 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 like three different pieces. Whenever Yours you're born, is still three. Yours is gonna be five pieces if you don't shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so mean to me. You always make me sound so dumb, and I just want. To... Okay, we're going. Why are you doing this to me? Remember, practice ARG safety, and don't point it unless you intend to shoot. Stare at lasers directly in the eye. <laughs> <laughs>